At times I can be clumsy. Uh, it's been been a good portion of my life being clumsy. But like I said, I was pretty much drunk since nine. <laughs> uh, I uh, the other day, well, actually a couple of weeks ago, um, I cut my hand, my finger, long ways uh, on a can lid from the garbage can. I was putting my garbage, trying to shove my garbage into the garbage, you know, the bag. But there's a can lid in the bag that I'd forgotten. I won't make this mistake again. And uh, pushed down and this thing just cut into my finger big time. Um, which is fine, you know, life that goes on. I've got like 100 scars on my body. So it doesn't really, what's another one, you know? Um, so about a week later, um, I go to put the garbage in again. And this time I forgot because, again, I was making spaghetti and I had this jar of sauce and I threw it in the garbage can with another jar of sauce because I had two jars and one of them broke in the garbage. Yeah. So I go to throw the garbage away and this time I push in and it just so happens the broken piece of the bottom with these sharp edges is just right there while I'm pushing the garbage in right on top. I don't know how I got on the dang top, but somehow it did. And I push in and I feel it, but I'm like kind of feeling it, not all the way because it's not really hurting, but I could tell my body's going, hey, you're doing something wrong. And I pull my hand out and it, my finger was like, across my hand is like nearly cut off from pushing in on this sharp jar that I threw in the garbage that broke. Anyway, I bandaged it up. And, and the reason I was telling you this story about cutting my hands is not to tell you that. I've been clumsy a lot in my life because I have. Now I'm, uh, I, I don't know, anyway, uh, the reason I'm telling you this is because my my cuts, I'm talking about stitch worthy. Uh, blood was like probably half a pint of blood came out of my hand before I could get home and wrap it. Um, so I'm at the grocery store pushing it against my pants, trying to make it stop bleeding. And it's like my whole pair of jeans is red with blood. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so I got what I had and I left. And uh, anyway, um, this cut on my hand happened three days ago. Three days ago, I cut my hand. Today, and this happens all the time. With burns, cuts, and I don't understand. Is it because of the way I eat? I don't know. I've been smoking for 40 years. I've been smoking cigarettes and marijuana for 40 years. Okay, I just smoke a little bit of marijuana to get the anxiety out. When I go to bed at night, it helps me sleep. Um, I, I <laughs> Anyway, my hand has healed. And I don't understand why my, I keep healing so quickly. You know what I'm saying? I, I got all these, you know, these people that tell you how bad smoking is. And, and they even uh, diagnosed me with tobaccoism, whatever in the heck that is, uh, in Everett, Washington. <laughs> they actually wrote it on the paper, tobaccoism <laughs> diagnosis. That was one of their diagnoses. I had the walking pneumonia. And they said that I had tobaccoism <laughs> as well as walking pneumonia. But, uh, 
yeah, I can't understand why I'm healing so quick. I mean, the state of California is so smart that they tell you that you can't smoke cigarettes or you're going to catch cancer and die. Look at all these people that don't smoke and they're catching cancer and dying. So anyway, I'm not saying it's a healthy thing to do because by any by all means, breathing in smoke instead of clean oxygen is not as good for you as breathing in straight clean oxygen air. Uh, but my point is, I'm thinking that that's why it's according to the state of California and no one else uh, that tobacco causes cancer because I'm fine. I don't have cancer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 49 years old. I'll be 49 in November, November 23rd. I'll be 49. And, uh, I seem to be overly healthy and I wonder what's going on. Sometimes I get this little bit of, I don't know if you want to call it paranoia, but I come into my place and, oh, I come in and I find these red hairs again. It, by my tobacco, my tobacco is a little bit wet. It's damp. I'm like, why is there red hair in my place? And my tobacco is like damp. And the red hair I always find usually is right at my tobacco box where I actually roll my own cigarettes with a machine. Um, I smoke probably, I don't know, today, probably the equivalent of five Marlboro cigarettes. Um I mean, it's not good, but it's not bad either. It's not horrible. I mean, I'm still here. I'm not choking to death, coughing. Now, this new medication has got me coughing like crazy. This Lisinopro, good grief. Oh, it even says on the bottle, uh, it's a side effect, coughing. <laughs> so I'm like, I've been smoking 40 years, but the only way I could cough is to get a medication, and, and it's a side effect of the medication. But the cigarettes aren't causing me to cough. The marijuana doesn't cause me to cough. Um, drinking caused me to cough and the new medication causes me to cough, but I don't drink anymore. So that coughing's over with, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I just think it's weird that I keep finding these red hairs. And one day I actually, uh, when I was out in my RV, um, I had, um, I had sp bug sprayed it one day and I came back out later to check it. And, uh, when I came inside, I had been gone and I came back and when I came inside of the RV, there was red hairs hanging in the, the hinges of the doors that I had opened. I had opened all the cabinet doors and set these bombs off and left. And so to me, it seemed like whoever it was came into my RV during the time that the bug spraying was going on. And they were in a hurry to get out of here because they were being bug bombed like the bugs that they are. And they got their hair cut off, caught all over cabinet hinges and, and so forth. So I got all these hairs from probably the same person. They're in a baggie and I'm getting ready to turn them in, but I'm just kind of, you know, still collecting a little evidence here and there. Um, now, as far as weird stuff, how about this? My email the other day, I get this email from, you know, I'd been looking around for, somewhere to live or a different place to live. And, um, I don't know, just trying to find something to where I got a piece of land somewhere where, where people can't, you know, tell me what I can and can't do. You can't smoke a cigarette or, you know, you can't come out and hang out in your yard, in the yard or, you know, all that crap about, you know, you don't have any rights. If you, if you don't have your own land, you don't have any rights anywhere. 
you got you got rights, basic rights, but you don't have any. It's like they take your humanity. They want to know everything you're doing. What are you? Are you smoking in there in your apartment? You know, are you? Hey, are, is your fat butt eating grease? Grease sandwiches? <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, my point is, um, I uh, can't figure out why uh, I get this email that's addressed to someone else. It's addressed to a YHO underscore Mark one at Yahoo, I guess it is, dot com. And this email comes to my email, which is the Memphian one, two, three at hotmail.com. But I get this email from that was supposed to go to another address. Are you telling me lines got crossed? No, I think it's somebody that must be somehow hacked into my computer or my email. And their email's connected somehow, and I just got their email. Anyway, I'm having that investigated. I'm looking at all this weird stuff. Um, I don't have a chemical imbalance. I heard somebody one time trying to say that I could have a chemical imbalance. I'm like, no, more than likely you have the chemical imbalance, not me. I see what's really happening. I see reality. I'm not in fantasy land. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I get this email. That's addressed to another email address. It doesn't. It's, why is it on my address? I don't get it. Anyway, it was uh, two days ago, or yeah, two days ago when I received that email. Um, and uh, another thing I was going to talk about. This is kind of totally off subject, but I was thinking about you hear how people try to villainize sex. It's like they're. Um, it's it's kind of evil if you ask me what they're doing, but. It's like they're villainizing sex to the point of, um, I don't know, make it a crime. It's like, it's weird. (laughs) Some of the things I hear about and read about and the way people behave and talk. And it it just seems to me like they've made sex into something illegal almost (laughs) these days. Um, yeah. You hear that the way they talk about it and, and, uh, all these people, pro, mostly women, protesting against the pornography, which which I get. You don't want people to watch porn. I understand that. I could care less. It's your life. It's your business. You do what you want. It's not my business to know or even care that you're watching pornography. That's your business. You're an adult. That's between you and God, not you and some jerk man that thinks he's the, the authority or some jerk chick that thinks she's the authority. Um. I just, uh, I don't get it. I don't get, uh, I don't get a lot of this, but anyway, my point in saying that is about sex. As I was thinking about the Adam and Eve thing and how supposedly the first sin was sex. No, 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 no. I don't think so. And I think everybody's got it wrong. How could I be the only one that I know on earth to see that that is not right? The first sin, the original sin, was not sex. Sex is not a sin. You see what I'm saying? Sex is not the original sin. I don't know where they come up with this weirdo stuff. The original sin was when she went and stole off God's tree. It wasn't the original sin of having sex. That's not the original sin. The sin 
was doing what God told you not to and stealing from God. I mean, it's so common sense to me. I, I see it directly. Uh, and then you got all these people in all these religious uh, places that, that believe that that's the original sin. And all you got to do is stop and think the original sin is stealing. The original sin was stealing and not doing what God directed you to do. It has nothing to do with sex. So anyway, I just want to throw that in there. I felt like it. Yep, sure did. Uh, what else is going on in life? I got plenty more stories to tell y'all, but um, right now I'm just kind of unloading, getting stuff off my chest. I guess dumb stuff. Um, I'm watching all these police things and how, um, you know, cops are like they shot this 13 year old autistic boy in the back. <laughs> I was like, it's not funny at all, but I'm like, so, so shocked that they think this kind of thing is okay across the United States. It's shocking. It shocks me. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, moving on to something more worthy of talking about. Um, the election, I don't care. I'm tired of the election stuff. I really don't care. Um, yeah, everybody's everybody's full of it. Trump's uh, chauvinist, you know, he's... He's, he's a manager. Okay. That's all we really, all we're looking for is a manager. I mean, the burgers at McDonald's don't change just because you get a new manager, right? That's what I think. But, uh, anyway, uh, Biden says there's no, not any miracles coming. So <laughs> I don't know what, what he was talking about, but, uh, uh, anyway, it's been a good day so far. Uh, uh, nobody's played games with me. There's been no dead cats under my, under my home. There's been no, uh, no tampering with my vehicles, uh, that I could see. Fortunately, nobody threw drinks out of my vehicles or bananas and nobody threw, uh, hypodermic needles down next to my car. I mean, they do all kinds of weird crap out there and there's no reason for it to be next to my car. But, uh, anyway, yeah, it's been an okay day, and um, I was thinking about how some of the people that in the other states, in the southern states, don't know. They're in these Republican states, and they don't understand that their government is suppressing them. Their government's holding them down by the neck. I mean, when you're paying little or nothing to people just so they can survive, and they're thankful for it, and you feel like you did a good deed because you gave them some peanuts while you're getting rich. Yeah, that place there, the South, yeah, they need to straighten it up down there. And those people are so, I think they're uneducated as far as knowing that some place is different. They think the whole world is what they see. And it's not. Somebody had to convince me that things were different up in Washington. They had to convince me. And when I left and came to Washington, I realized it's way different. You have freedoms in Washington. I mean, they're not riding around harassing people. Sure, they ride through the neighborhoods to make sure things are safe and nobody's stealing or, you know, stealing cars or or whatever they're doing out there. Um, but they don't ride around harassing people. Um, not in the city I'm in. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to get it together and figure out what I'm going to do. I got to publish this next book. And then I got to figure something else out. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. 
with myself. Anyway, y'all have a great day. God bless y'all. Love you.